Hi, and welcome back to the WHVP podcast. In this episode of the podcast, the WHVP team sits down to discuss what we love about America and working with Americans. Before we get into that, we will discuss the Swiss Parliament rejecting revisions to the Banking Secrecy Act. Please be aware that this podcast was recorded on May the 10th, so the news is a little bit old, but still very relevant. Now, let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to the WHVP uh, podcast. We're excited um, to to be starting this podcast off um, together. Unfortunately, we're at Zoom, but that's okay. Um, at least we can still do it, still meet together, which is enjoyable for me. Um, today, we're going to be talking about um, what we at WHVP love about America and, and the Americans that we work with and why we work with Americans. Um, but before we get into that, uh, maybe Jamie, you can start us off with a news topic that happened over the weekend, um, something that uh, quite important, I think, happened on, I believe it was Friday, correct? Yes, correct. Um, so the parliament rejected two motions um, that were put in place to ask to revise parts of the Bank Secrecy Act. So Article 47 of one of our laws refers to um, bank secrecy, and that if you um, do not adhere to that, you can have uh, you can be penalized with a quite a hefty fine and also um, go to jail depending on the circumstances. And the United Nations had some problems with that because. Um, it, there was no exclusion for journalists and whistleblowers. So that led in a past some conflicts where journalists weren't really comfortable investigating certain things because they were afraid of, um, well, violating those bank secrecy laws. And, um, well, that's the reason why we had a political discussion about it. But the parliament on Friday decided that um, it does not want to further pursue those motions. So everything stays the way it is. Um, I think it's an important and interesting conversation to have. And um, while there probably are varying opinions or there certainly are varying opinions for us as people who, who work in private banking, I think bank secrecy, I would personally say that the benefits overweigh um, the challenges and that it is a good motion um, for people to know that their privacy is secured, that that still is intact and in place in Switzerland, but also in, in other countries, of course. Um, we, we all know, and we also talked about that in the past, the bank secrecy, of course, is not um, something that should be used for, for illegal purposes. It, it also cannot be used for that, but certainly there is very important reasons for people to have secrecy when it comes to their finances, um, not have their information be, um, well, talked about it at bars or even sold or, or like, be pried into by, by noisy neighbors or family members. We have talked about that in the past, but I think it's, it's a good step or a good thing that um, the parliament has uh, protected that right, that right to privacy that we all value um, quite dearly. Yeah, yeah. Urs, do you have any thoughts on, on the, the uh, blocking of that further motion? Um, yes, I, I mean, it's really a positive development in switzerland to see that it was blocked because especially when we see how the whole world moving into a transparent client and transparent people so that to see that there are still some regions where you get your privacy and 
uh, as Jamie said, it's not about doing something illegal. It's very much about protection, protecting your wealth, protecting your uh, your person. And I mean, there are enough laws in place which makes it um, available for the um, for the government or for the law enforcement authorities to go after people who try to cheat, to try to avoid taxes or whatsoever. But at the end, it's really the distinction between what is public interest and what is just uh, preventing some wrongdoing. And uh, the, the motion which was in place was pretty much about public interest. Mm. And I, I do very much agree with uh, the decision that your banking relations, as long as there are no red flags, there is no reason to make it a, a subject to public interest. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a really good point because as finance companies and banks, they have to go through all the steps of know your client, the uh, making sure they're not laundering money. Like they go through all of those internal checks for their own bank because something does come out, the government still prosecute very harshly. And so um, I, I think, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think it's very good that Switzerland protected that, especially in a world where uh, we say transparency, uh, but transparency is making your information known to everyone or the authorities. And uh, that's for me is less, less transparent because it's your, your private. So, okay, it's transparent, but to who? And, and I think that's, I think that's the, the good thing that Switzerland decided to say, hey, no, we want people's information to re remain themselves. So I'm, I agree with you guys. Cool. So let's, uh, let's kind of transition from that into um, us as a company, why we like um, working with Americans, what we really um, appreciate about it, and the, the joy, I guess, we take in working with Americans. So maybe, Jamie, maybe you could give us just a quick background of why, what led WHVP um, to focusing on American clients? What was kind of the history behind it and what was so attractive um, as, as, a, as a Swiss um, asset manager to, to really focus on uh, Americans? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the, the whole reply to that is twofold. So one is like the economic or the business opportunity that we see in America. And then the other thing is our personal relationship with Americans and how we just love the, the country and the culture. And I think initially it all started with the business of, uh, opportunity because my father in the 80s worked for a bank called Foreign Commerce Bank and they had a U.S. desk where they worked with American clients, which was quite rare at that point. It still is to some extent today. Um, and we, when he decided to um, go independent, start his own company, naturally a lot of clients decided to move with him because, of course, if you are um, happy with re your relationship manager, if you have a personal connection, then it's uh, only natural that you would move if, if they start their own company. So then in the 90s, um, what we saw is there, there was a huge rise in independent asset managers in Switzerland that were mainly targeting Swiss clients and also um, European clients, but very few that were targeting Americans. And then if you fast forward 30 days, it's, uh, sorry, 30 years, it is still very similar today because we currently have about 2,100, 2,200 independent asset managers in Switzerland. And only about 50 or 60 or those of those are actually specialized in working with Americans. So it's still very much a niche market, which makes it extremely interesting because as we all know, uh, America is an economic powerhouse. It's one of the wealthiest nations in the world. Um, there's a lot of families that have 
complex financial situation that have acquired wealth um, throughout one or even several generations. And they have, I mean, we have talked about that in, in various other firms before, there's a lot of benefits in moving part of your wealth outside of your home country, outside of your home currency to have this level of international diversification. And if we have only maybe, I don't know, um, one or 2% of all independent asset managers focusing on Americans, but having America as one of the wealthiest nations in the world, that of course makes it very um, appealing and interesting from a business standpoint. And then of course we have um, the, the personal uh, connection that we have to Americans. And I think my, my dad would love to talk about that. Maybe we have to get him on the show as well, yeah, because definitely. he just loves the US. He's now currently planning a three month trip this summer. Um, and I think he passed, especially to me, he passed his loss on. I mean, it's a, a beautiful country. We don't have that. We don't have to tell that to our listeners. Um, I still vividly remember when I was 18, um, after getting my high school diploma, I, I took half a year to travel. And I spent several weeks in the U.S. just visiting several um, national parks. And I was blown away. It was just incredibly beautiful. Um, it was very amazing. But then you also have those huge cities, which are extremely impressive if you come from a small Swiss village where like the, the largest city is, is a fraction of, of one of a, like a regular city in the US. Um, we love the language. I mean, it's quite easy to learn if you're German speaking, um, of course, culturally speaking, we are somewhat similar. There's um, difference and I think we have spoken about those before as well, but there's also a lot of things that are very, very similar. We have very similar values in a lot of things. Um, we have very, similar understanding of like, I, I would say of like what we value as a nation, like this, this whole um, topic of, of freedom and personal responsibility and mm -hmm. um, well, uh, creating a good path and life for yourself. What I personally also like very much about Americans and that's just what I enjoy about um, working with them is it really opens up my horizon to have on like a daily basis and interaction with another culture. Mm. Um, it's so interesting for me um, to hear about political discussions that are going on abroad and challenges to, okay, what are some similar challenges that we're facing? What is different also now more recently with the whole Corona pandemic, like how is this country um, working through all those issues? How is our country working through all those issues? For me, it makes it just much more interesting because I have a lot of this family and friends so there wouldn't be a lot of added value for me to also mm. have a lot of Swiss clients. So for me, it's really cool to have like clients and friends in other parts of the world. And I think it's really enhancing my understanding of um, well of the world. And it, and it definitely adds a lot of um, positive things to my personal life as well. Yeah, I think that's that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that that uh, that opinion and, and kind of what led WHP to to going into Americans and maybe Urs, you can go on top of that um, and, and also talk about maybe some of the qualities um, that stand out to you that Americans have that seem to be quite attractive or that you appreciate and, and how their culture, I guess how the cultures between Switzerland, you know, Jamie, you kind of touched on that between Switzerland and the US are similar, you know, independence is one that's massive, you know, the United States, the whole, the whole backbone of the United States is we're to be independent, so is Switzerland. So maybe Urs, maybe you can touch on that that subject a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think Jamie summarized it very well and uh, there is not much to add, so we could um, close up for the day. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel similar like Jamie, obviously. I, I really love to work with Americans and 
also travel to America. So for example, in, uh, in March, I was in uh, Texas driving through whole Texas, meeting clients and prospects and business partners and uh, listening to their stories. And that's something which fascinates me a lot because seeing how ambitious this, um, this culture is, and that's also to a certain extent how Switzerland is. I mean, we have, uh, we have the Crypto Valley, which is very, um, or came up very recently, which is a hotspot of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies in Europe, whether this will be sustainable or not, it, we are kind of an early mover in Europe. And that's also something we have seen and all uh, still see in America that they are so ambitious about new things, so forward looking, looking into the mm -hmm. future, what can we achieve? And not that much thinking or too much thinking about the history, what has happened, but to see where are new opportunities, where we can make things more efficient or better, where can we work for our environment and become more sustainable in what we do. And um, I think that's, these are the values which I appreciate much and uh, a lot, and then also being very active on it. So for example, I met one client who founded a company um, in the seventies, or I don't, um, I don't remember when it was exactly, but in the first couple of years, he stayed at the office and he slept at the office and he uh, really put all his resources and energy into this business and eventually succeeded, but it needs time. And having this patience and this, um, yes, um, still ambitioned to go through hard times to achieve something much bigger than many people could imagine. That's something which I find very inspiring. Yeah, I think that, yeah. that... go ahead, Jamie. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to add one other aspect that, that I haven't touched upon before, which I think is also very important. And that's that Americans, in my opinion, are just also very, um, good clients to have in terms of having like a, a, a business point interaction with them because they are usually very uncomplicated. They are very straightforward. They're, they're honest and direct. And that just makes business a lot more easier. Um, Switzerland in, in comparison has a, a much stronger focus on, on like privacy and what kind of information to share. And it is much harder to get to know a Swiss person. Mm. Not to say that they're like unfriendly or anything like that, but it just takes longer for them to warm up to you you really have to prove yourself and it's in a new business relationship it just makes it so much easier if you have a person that's just straightforward upfront tells you how it is and then you can based on that you can work out whether or not um, working together is, um, is something that makes sense for both sides or not if, if it takes weeks and months to to even get the other person to warm up to you enough to find out whether um, working together is um, suitable or not, it just makes it a lot more difficult. And then also um, for me as a young person um, in this business where a lot of people are usually older, um, I found that there's a lot less prejudice from American people. And, and that's just my personal opinion. I'm not sure if we can generalize that, but I found that in the US, people focus very much on what you know and what you can do and less on um, how old you are or, or where you're coming from. So I always found that people... Um, were very generous in, in terms of, of trusting me and, and having um, or, or being willing to do business with me, where in Switzerland, I often felt that I have to go extra step, steps in proving myself 
because I was just so much younger than a lot of other people in the business. And that, of course, is something that for me is also very positive. If people really judge you based on merit and not based on um, whether you fit into a certain mold or not. And I think that also goes back into this whole entrepreneurial spirit of anyone can make it um, if they put in the effort and the time and the, the work that is needed to succeed. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree, especially being that direct. So for example, if you speak to someone in Switzerland, uh, so in some cases it can be that you have a good conversation, but eventually uh, there will be no um, business relationship because the other person might think you're too young. But if I talk to a US person and they are concerned about our age, then this person usually says, look, this is one concern I have, you're pretty young, so let's talk about that. And then you can discuss it and eventually come up with a solution or uh, even if the solution is, okay, so he still feels concerned, so we don't do it, but usually it's, uh, it, it helps to go into the relationship because you can start to explain where you're coming from, what are your experiences you have, and also what is the history of the company. And so, uh, for example, one one topic that also comes up is uh, that one of our, our employee, uh, Julia, she is with the company for, for 20 years now and worked in banking prior to this. So we do have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience in the company. So just because we are young, it doesn't mean that we don't have the expertise which is needed to serve our clients properly. Absolutely. And I think also that the whole cross-border thing um, or, or just working with a client in another country, what also helps us a lot is that Americans often are very um, open to technology, like technological solutions, that they're very open to um, digital communications, be it video meetings or um, all the effort that, that we put into social media. I also feel that um, the U.S. is a couple of steps ahead of Switzerland, where things move a little bit slower. And even um, older people are often very similar with all the digital tools that are out there and social media. And they're very open in using those kinds of technologies. And that, of course, also makes it easier for us because, yes, we do travel a lot. Uh, tomorrow, we'll so fly to the U.S. again. Um, we are in the U.S. as often as we can. We always welcome people in our offices if someone comes to Switzerland. But it still makes it a lot easier for us if we have a person that understands technological solutions and also appreciates the benefits they offer and how much easier they make um, communication. So I think that's something that I also really appreciate about our clients. Yeah, I think I think that's both of you being able to share, I guess, what drew you into um, to working with Americans and what keeps you in it, I think is, is really important because it, it allows I guess I can, I'll speak from the American side, being the American in the company. Um, you guys also give off a lot of those qualities of resilience, of ambition, of uh, the independent spirit, of being able to really be a problem solver and an innovator um, where you're at. And, and you're also able to be direct. And so I think that that's something that um, our company culture, I mean, okay, yeah, we look uh, for Americans, but we're already, our company culture here is very much set up to communicate to to Americans well, to be to build those relationships, um, because we're not afraid of direct questions. We, we like the direct questions. We love the contact. You know, I think it's it's one of the things that I always like hearing in the office when there's a call going on with a, a prospect or a client, just the, the joy 
um, that that is is kind of held in those conversations. And I and I I really appreciate that. And then as a as an American from the outside, and I I think something that Americans maybe just give a quick little what I think um, Switzerland can offer to Americans. Obviously, the services. I mean, you Urs and Jim both talked about how um, the there is this a, a drive for innovation in Switzerland with the crypto valley. Um, and in the States being technologically savvy and making sure that they're connected, um, that opens up Switzerland to the American uh, to be accessible and, and to be incredibly easy, especially because um, you don't have to be in Switzerland to open an account. You can do it through, um, through um, digital services, which is, which is great. Um, and it also gives you a, the ability, I guess, Switzerland has the ability to offer, I guess, precision inside of services and offering services where in the States, um, the quality of service is very high. However, um, the, the law and the framework of how business works in the States is very short-term focused. And where Switzerland is ambitious, the, law, the, the focus is very long-term in the culture and being, and being innovative to be sustainable. And I think that that's something that really offers that extra value can can really add value to an American's um, um, perspective, learning about the culture of Switzerland, but also um, their portfolio and how they set up their wealth portfolio. Um, because again, in the States, we see high volatility, um, but that's okay, you know, in the short term. But Switzerland is, is really that long-term focused culture. Everything is done with precision to, to be successful in the long term. I think that's that's something where the two different cultures uh, add value to each other when mixed together. Absolutely. Thanks again for joining us on the WHVP podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and insightful. If you would like to learn more about what we do at WHVP and how we might help you achieve your financial goals, check us out at our website at whvp.ch or find us at any of our social media handles at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube by simply searching WHVP. Have a great rest of your week.